<laughs> Hello and welcome to episode 17 of the Tag Podcast. Hello. My name's Jeremiah and this is Tabitha. We're here to spread um, the good news about Jesus into your life. What about your house? Show us something so where he touched you. <laughs> oh, shut that door. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, welcome to episode 17. Today we're talking about cartoons for kids. Because we talked about the cartoons for grown-ups. And we're yeah, screw grown-ups. Now it's all about the kids. So, I mean, cartoons were a big part of my childhood. Huge part of my childhood. Um, I rejected pretty much every single live action sort of kids TV show. Um, yeah. You know, I have a lot of friends who listen to, uh, listen to? Watched Keenan and Kel, um, Sabrina the Teenage Witch, things like that. You know, I just, no, fuck you. I'm going to stick with, I'm going <laughs> to stick with Cartoon Network because that shows cartoons. You know what pisses me off? Yeah. I watch Cartoon Network nowadays. It's not cartoons all the time. They've got some live action stuff on there that annoys me. That that's that's false advertising. <laughs> I do remember one time when I was uh, young and shall we say <laughs> stupid, um, so commenting to uh, my mother, uh, you know, uh, Nickelodeon shows all sorts of uh, shows on it, but Cartoon Network only shows cartoons. <laughs> <laughs> She gave me the withering look of, yes, that's because it's called Cartoon Network. I hate you, Alex. Uh, I hate you. <laughs> and, uh, and, and, and young me felt very stupid. Like the time I commented that uh, Nutella tasted a bit better <laughs> than <laughs> Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, How old were you when you said that? Please tell me you're not 20. <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> oh, I, I don't know. I don't know. It's back in back in the time when we probably not into buying Nutella. I'm sorry, she's so sick. <laughs> <laughs> but, okay. Um, so, um, what, what was your what was your animated show? What, what what did you? Um. Well, I remember being very very young and sitting in front of the tape watching Spot mm-hmm. Dog. Um. And I remember wishing that cartoons were the real life, and that live action was something that was just on TV. Okay, you 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 just mentioned a couple of embarrassing things, so I'll I'll mention my one now, just just off of that. I remember and I have a very vivid memory and I don't know what made me think this at the embarrassingly late age of what, like probably eight or nine. But I thought when I turned the T V off, not only like it wasn't even that like it was live and they like the people controlling the T V were pausing it. I thought there was literally little people in the box waiting for me to turn the window back on so that they could carry on. Oh. I thought the light was going into the box to give them to let them. <laughs> like, I thought I was turning it off and they were going, oh, fuck's sake. Right, should we have a nap? <laughs> and I was quite, that, like I said, that was, that was, that was a late age. That was, <laughs> so, um, I turned out okay. <laughs> I think. Yeah. Well, 
Well, you're sober enough to do this podcast most weeks. So. Most weeks. <laughs> I can't help it when there's antifreeze in the house. <laughs> it's just such a fun thing. <laughs> it tastes like blue. I have to drink it. Uh, anybody listening to this podcast, yeah. just off of that, anybody listening to this podcast cannot deny that blue is the best taste of anything. Yep. Whenever you, uh, whenever you feel like a uh, a beverage that tastes of bubble gum, blue's the one to go. For. No, 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 not bubble gum. Blue. Blue is the flavour. <laughs> There's got to be someone that this is going to piss off by me saying that blue is a flavour. And I know you're listening. I know you're out there. I don't know who you are. No, no, no. You, you've got all the fans of the Blue Smarties on your yeah, side. Yeah, exactly. Blue, no, because Blue Smarties aren't... Fuck Blue Smarties, because Blue Smarties aren't even blue anymore. They're like a pale purple fucking... They're not blue. It's like... It's a fucking seaweed now that they use to colour fucking Smarties. If I wanted Smarties from the sea, guess where I'd go? The fucking sea. And I'd steal them off a little child as it cried as I walked away in my speedos. I've got a very, very clear fantasy of how this plays out. <laughs> right, anyway, cartoons. Yeah, that's a little too clear. <laughs> cartoons, indeed. That's what we were talking about. Right, cartoons, yes. Spot the dog. You want in real life. <laughs> you want in real life to be a cartoon and cartoons to be real life. Yeah. Well, the one thing, the one thing that kept me... Uh, when I was growing up, grounded to live action as well as cartoons was Power Rangers. Obviously, I don't know what happened to me with Power Rangers. There was a, there was a, a very long period, and I say very long because it was probably like two months. But you know, when you've got no concept of time as a child, um, but, you know, there was a really long period where I loved Power Rangers, and then mm. it's almost like I found animation, and I was like, "Yep, yeah, this is the way forward." All of, all of you people that look like me, sort of, nah, I'm going to go with this yellow-looking fellow here. Um, mm. And, yeah, so, I mean, like, animation for me was was, was pretty much every day. Um, and as soon as something live-action came on the TV, I was on the Game Boy. I was playing Pokemon then because I just couldn't, uh, I couldn't deal with the harsh realities of Coronation Street at half past seven. Uh, yeah. What horrors for a child. So, I mean, Cartoon Network was always the one. But then again, saying that, I, I really enjoyed Goosebumps on uh, Fox Kids. And that was live action. That's true. Uh, Beetleborgs yeah. I enjoyed. Oh, At- good old Beetleborgs. Beetleborgs was just Power Rangers, that's the thing. Like, it's on Netflix now, and I just happened to to view it very briefly. as a, Oh, that's, mm. that was something I used to like. Let's have a bit of nostalgia. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, God, this is awful. God. Big bad Beetleborgs. I know it was so stupid that there were these awesome cool superheroes who lived in a haunted I know, house yeah. with, <laughs> with mummies and a genie and other assorted you know, dudes. They, they may as well they may as well also have been rock stars, you know. <laughs> With magical power rings that let them talk to fucking water or something. But 
And a box that they jumped into, which transported them to the moon. Yeah, actually, yeah, all of it took place on Mars as well. (laughs) Uh, And their dad was fucking Muhammad or Jesus or something. (laughs) Just, but that, you know, that, this is what I'm saying, like, I don't like live action stuff. Because if that was in a cartoon, that would be the best fucking cartoon. I just accept all of that. Rockstar, Beetleborgs who live in a haunted house with with power rings that can make them talk to inanimate objects where they can get in a box and go to the moon. That would be just amazing. Do it in the style of Samurai Jack and then then you've got an Emmy on your side as well. So... (laughs) (laughs) But... Good old Samurai Jack. That, that was a that was a cartoon that I just didn't appreciate at the time that it was out. See, I love Samurai Jack. I I watched quite a lot of it. I was trouble is that was at the point I was at uh, board. I just started boarding mm. school, so I didn't have access to television regularly. Oh, enough. Okay. So I, you know, I'd see sort of three or four episodes in a row. Yeah, yeah. There. Um, and then and then I'd miss it. But I always always really loved that show. I think when it, when it was on, I. When it, when it first aired, I, I didn't really care for it. It was just, I don't know, I just, I don't know what I was into at the time that took up all my attention. Um, but then, I think there were reruns of it a couple of years later, and I, and I was like, well, you know, I saw this before, let's say. And I really enjoyed it, but the one thing I just couldn't get behind was the fact that there was, there was just no closure. There was no closure to the series at all. And even now, there is still yeah. no closure. And um, they've, they've said a few times, "Oh yeah, we're going to do a movie and title up," and and, th- and then they were like, "Oh yeah, we're going to do another series." And, and nothing. Yeah, of course. I believe it. We're, we're nothing has come into fruition about that. You know, it's taken us this long to see the bloody Futurama and Simpsons crossover that have been tickling our balls for for years, <laughs> and that was bloody bland. So, yeah, I believe it was there. The Simpsons Futurama crossover, I, I believe, was as decent as it could be given the current state of the Simpsons. Yeah. I think um, it, uh, it's, uh, like at the start, um, the show that's run out of ideas meets the show that's run out of episodes. Um, yeah, that was, that was probably yeah. the best joke. Other, other, well, other than the, the Professor called yeah. Lisa, yeah. the young girl. But, I just, yeah, it, it, it was as good as it, it, it should have been, I suppose, for this season. If they'd done it I don't know, like 13 seasons ago, maybe we've seen <laughs> some, seen something a little bit different, but oh well. Maybe. But never mind. Back to kids' cartoons. Actually, no, I'm going to mention Futurama because I really liked Futurama when it first came out. Like I watched it on Sky One, like in well, it must have been what 2000 when it came out over here. Yeah. I remember the hubbub yeah. about it. And I remember all the sort of like the, there was this magazine and adverts and a couple of TV adverts and I was like I'm gonna watch that and it was really good even though I didn't understand any of the jokes. <laughs> it's, yeah. it, it, it was it was bright, it was colourful, it was almost like The Simpsons, but a little bit cooler because there was a talking robot in it. Yeah. And obviously Bender was the best character then. I mean, don't get me wrong, mm. it's not that he isn't the best character now. It's just that I appreciate the other characters more. Actually, he's not the best character. Zoidberg is no, is that Brannigan? Zach Browning is the best character. <laughs> I, I almost wish that there had been an exclusively Zoidberg and Zach Browning episode. 
Because I can't think of two characters <laughs> that wouldn't get on like more than those two. I think that that episode would probably just be a constant episode of one line. <laughs> yeah. Uh, There'd be nothing else they could I'm say gonna to each other. I'm going to write Comedy Central right now and saying you can write a whole series just on this premise. <laughs> Aging Jewish alien doctor and Bill Shatner. <laughs> uh, but no, Future was one that I definitely watched as a kid. I mean, if we're going to do um, sort of really wicked cartoons, I think one of my favourites was always Courage the Cowardly Dog. Courage was great. It was so, so good. I think Courage was one I always really enjoyed because it was one I could watch with my dad. He was, uh, he always quite, in, you know, he never watched yeah. many cartoons or, or too much, but, you know, every once in a while, if, if if we were sitting around watching TV as well, you know, he'd flick over to the, the yeah, yeah And if, if Courage was on there, or possibly Cowardly oh, Chicken. Oh, so I was just about to mention Cowardly Chicken as well. Because um. my dad always loved Cousin Bones. <laughs> I think I remember you saying that actually. Yeah, yeah. So, like, my dad, because um, I mean, like me and my dad didn't really see sort of like it's not that we didn't see eye to eye when I was younger. It's just that like there was we didn't really have many shared interests. And as we as I've grown up, I think he's grown up a little bit as well. Um, and instead of sort of liking football now, he likes sort of quite British things. And I love British things, but back then one of our few sort of things that we had in common was we both loved cow and chicken. Um, and whereas I preferred the actual cow and chicken segments, he preferred the I Am Weasel segments. Um, and oh, he just yeah. loved I Are Baboon. I Are be a Baboon, big star. Baboon. <laughs> oh, yeah, <better> weasel. <laughs> oh, no, I just, I loved, um, I loved cow and chicken. Um, I forgot about cow and chicken for a good while and uh, I thought, sort of rediscovered it. Um, I think when I was in year no year yeah no year eleven, um so I was turning what like I was just turning fifteen, um mm. and so I'd watched it when I was younger I forgot about it for a while and then I came back to it and I just forgot how wildly inappropriate the red guy was, <laughs> just completely <laughs> ridiculous like you just wouldn't get away with creating a character like that in well, any TV show funny. nowadays. <laughs> In the, at, the, at that time, there were two shows with a big red guy who was wildly inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> who was that? And the the guy on the power. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, him. The one, yeah. Him. Yes. <laughs> the cross dressing devil, and then the not dressing devil. <laughs> and like, I mean, I don't think I've seen so much ass on TV. Big <laughs> cow chicken. I know, got... well, the brilliant part was always a bit scuffed or yeah. hairy. <laughs> yeah, it was like, it wasn't even like a gun. Well, he's got an ass, but at least it's nice to look at. It's fucking disgusting to look at. <laughs> it made nothing appealing about this thing. And then, and then, you've got a tail with a point on the end of it that's a fucking arrow always pointed at his fucking ass. So even when you're not trying to look, there's a big arrow reminding you there's an ass right in your face for you. But then, but then you think it's okay, you know. Red's not even on the t- on the screen now. And then you look at cow, and then both cow and chicken, when they turn around, have got asses. It's just the show's whole premise was how many shots, how many shots can we render an ass into the animation? 
But I, I, that was that was a series that I just had a lot of love for, and I, I didn't even know why because I didn't even understand. But again, like the humor was so stupid and silly, and now I look back and it's like so juvenile. But back then, you know, it was just it was just <laughs> red guy's funny. I didn't know I didn't yeah. know he was inappropriate then. <laughs> He's really bad though. But both um, talking about that, both um, red guys you've meant we mentioned just. Um, being inappropriate again. Going back to that comic that I used, I talked about in the uh, in the internet um, blog, 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 podcast, podcast. Um, the Grim Tales from Down Below. Um, cow and Chicken, Courage the Cowardly Dog, and uh, him from the Path of Gods, all featuring that um, in that sort of crossover fan fiction comic. Uh, I need to yeah. catch up on it. Really, it's, it's a great. Great comic, especially for sort of Cartoon Network ones as well. Because it's got, you know, it's, it's a lot of sort of Cartoon Network things. Actually, thinking about it, that that's another cartoon I loved and sort of sometimes somewhat inappropriate. It was um, Grim Adventures of Billy and Mando, uh, and, oh, and, yeah. and that was one that me and my sister sort of bonded on quite a bit. My sister, me and my sister used to love that, um, and even now I find it really funny. I was really disappointed actually. Recently, I did a quiz at work. Um, and the picture around was cartoon characters, and, and you know they're all students. They're all sort of, if if not our age, only very sort of like moderately younger, like within the last sort of like three or four years, sort of thing. Right? Yeah. Within an age range of three or four years of us. Um, so um, I put a few sort of recognisable characters on there. Courage, Cowardly Dog was on there. Um, Mojo Jojo was on there, and then I put um, Irwin. From uh, the Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy, and I, I didn't want to put Grim or Billy or Mandy because they're literally their names are in the title. So I thought, well, Irwin's yeah. in pretty much every episode. I put Irwin, and nobody knew who he was. Like not a single team got it, and I was like, oh, that that that's a little soul destroying. <laughs> I'm afraid I'm afraid I have to put my hands up and say I, I wouldn't have got that either. Because although I did like the Grim Adventures, I, it was never. You know, one of my favorites. He was, he was the black one in it. He was the only. No, I, know, I, know, I, know, I know, yeah. Now, when when you when you say his name, I know who he yeah. is, but I wouldn't be able to think it, who what is of his name off yeah, the top yeah. of my head. So, so what what was what was some of your favorites growing up then? Well, I remember back in the, back in the dark times before we got Sky. Yeah. It it wasn't that bad. Calm down. <laughs> Um, back at back in the dark days, I loved the animals of Fathingwood. Oh, Fathingwood was good. Fathingwood was good. Mm. So really, really good. And um, having rewatched all of it recently, really? um, Why? because because I'm still waiting for DVD release. Because I I never I, I realised. Um, yeah, I'm, good. Right I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> um, Go on. I realised that uh, I'd never seen the series all the way yeah. through, so I um, I decided, okay, everything is on the internet now. I'll sit down and and get the whole the whole story start to finish. And good God, that show is pretty. Yeah, brutal. it's it's really really sort of like morbid. Yeah, I I think, think probably what. One of the good things was it uh, sort of 
teaches teach kids to deal with yeah. grief, but not just grief, any kind of grief. <laughs> There'd be grief for uh, um, husbands losing wives, wives losing husbands, uh, children losing parents, parents losing yeah. children. Um, to name a few. Lots of lot lots of parents losing lots of children. Yeah. Um, and then quite often uh, dying or getting getting eaten yeah. themselves. <laughs> uh, friends losing friends. Uh, siblings losing siblings. I mean, ah, oh, so much yeah, death. That show that was show. relentless for for quite that brutal realism that you're saying about. Like it's horrible. Like I, yeah. I remember sort of watching it at quite an early age, and again, it. I can't, I can't. I can't think why. I must have talked to someone about it, and I'm thinking I might have mentioned like you and I might have talked about it few months back and I looked it up and I saw a few on YouTube I, d- I didn't watch all the episodes I just watched a couple and it was just like even the f- even that first bit even the um the opening credits with with the uh, the bulldozer coming towards the actual um coming towards them all coming towards the wood that fucking yeah. bulldozer is terrifying it's just a JCB but well, fuck me yeah. I've never been more scared of a JCB in my life <laughs> it's horrible um, ruthless, ruthless TV show. Uh, yeah. But and I also also was quite a fan of the the show that followed it up, although I didn't see nearly as much. Um, uh, Noah's Island. I don't know if you ever saw. No, that I didn't see that one. Noah's Island. I think it was about. Um, I think it was a polar bear, <laughs> and he was taking. He had this island that could move. Oh, right. Um, and he was taking all the uh, all these animals. Um. Off to somewhere or mm-hmm. other. Um, it was kind of, kind of a bit of a retelling of uh, Noah's Ark, obviously. Yeah. Um, but, uh, the clues in the title. Animals... <laughs> <laughs> but uh, just, 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 just no, no peeps. Just yeah, I see, cool. Um, I mean, I don't. I can't think of any. I was, I was fortunate enough to always have at least a grandmother, and because my mom used to work, I always used to stop at my grandma's after school before my mum finished work so I always had sort of if not Sky I had cable um, in my life so I'm trying to think of like some BBC or, or COTV or even Channel 4 cartoons I used to watch but I can't think of any off the top of my head but one, I think one really colourful one just comes to mind and I can't place what it actually is <laughs> in my head well, you know, a lot, a lot, a lot of what was on there was sort of live action. A lot of it was uh, creative yeah. stuff like Art, Art Attack. Attack Art Attack was one of the few things that I watched that I actually gave sort of a shit about um, yeah. when I was in that sort of very sort of abstinent mood of of no, nothing but cartoons. Um, I did enjoy Art Attack. Um, I remember. I can't remember whether it was <clears throat> Art Attack or Smart. I think it was probably Smart, um, or possibly Blue Peter. See, Blue, um, Blue Peter what, what, was the one for me. I just didn't. I just didn't like anybody who watched mm. Blue Peter. I don't even know why. <laughs> I was just like, no, no. Go on, as you as you I just remember one of them introducing uh, this. Uh, oh, see, look at this uh, tiny micro garden we've we've made in a baking tray, yeah. and they had this sort of really nice sort of tiny little sort of bit of lawn and a little sort of pool of pool, sort of. Pond or pool of water in there, 
and a couple of and a couple of daisies. And I was like, oh, look, it's like a little miniature garden. Um, and I thought, oh, I'm gonna. <laughs> And of course, all you end up with is some wet blood <laughs> in a baking tray. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. CITV, Dennis the Menace. No, it was Dennis and Nasher when it was on. Mm. Um, and I quite liked that, especially because you know, looking back now, it was very British. British. Yeah. No, I I I, uh, I did enjoy mm. Dennis and Nasher too. I I remember. I think that was possibly my earliest ever. This isn't quite the same as the yeah. book type yeah, deal because I because I read the comic <clears throat> religiously. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, although although I in, I enjoyed the cartoon because yeah it's Dennis the Menace but on TV, um, I could tell that sort of this isn't quite the way it would be in the comic. Yeah, no. Yeah. Um, it's one of those sort of things where. Well, uh, probably at that age where you know you're just start starting to become discerning as a yeah. child, but you don't know how to how to vocalise it properly. I uh, I remember the first time I realised that um, there are two different franchises called Dennis the Menace because there's Ooh. there's the American one, isn't there? Uh, yeah. And I was I watched oh. <clears throat> I can't remember where it came from, but I, I was on some movie channel and I understood that Dennis the Menace, the movie, was about to start, and I was like, "Fuck me!" You know what? I had the exact Sideways. same experience. There is a Dennis the Menace movie. I called my mom. I called Maria. I called everyone I knew. I was like, "Bitch, did you know there's a Dennis the Menace movie?" And so me and my sister sat down to watch it. Um, we were a good 20 to 30 minutes in before we went, this isn't Dennis the Menace, is it? <laughs> and I was, I was waiting, I was waiting for like a reference to Nasha or, <clears throat> because mm. at an early age, you can't quite tell straight away that this isn't just the, like, where Dennis the Menace maybe started, because I didn't really understand the Beano. Well, no, or anything like that. I'm not sure. I'm not sure which one came first. I'm sure a quick Google would hang on, let me do a buzz. But I had the exact same experience. I, I was so disappointed. But I just, I, I knew that it. You know, I knew when I, at that age that Dennis the Menace um, was very mischievous. He had a fair few neighbours that he didn't like. I didn't know that anyone named, but he didn't get on with anyone he lived with. But really, it was all about mum and dad rather than. Uh, Rather than Dennis the Menace may refer to separate U UK and US comic strip characters that both appeared in March of 1951. <laughs> Can you imagine, right, the lawsuit that must have inevitably happened where they went, right, you've stolen our franchise, and then they'd have gone, okay, well, let's look at the dates. Can you imagine their faces when they, when they realised, oh, <laughs> like mm. you know, you know the, um, the the scientific sort of uh, phrase uh, for every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. <laughs> Never has it been <laughs> sort of more prevalent in the media than right there. Um, yeah. But no, I was I was very disappointed by the American um, the, the American version of what I 
I still thought was just an American version of our Dennis the Menace. I still didn't realise it was. Um, yeah, no, he's completely completely different character. Yeah, but and he's he's got what well, is Mr. Wilson next door, isn't it? That he's always pissing off. So, are there any are there any more recent cartoons that uh, that that kids today you think should be watching? Um. See, now that's a that's a big question because kids necessarily I don't like them. <laughs> um, I, I'm I'm sort of looking more I'm sort of thinking fuck the kids like what, what cartoons do I want to watch? But if I if I had to recommend some I suppose mm. to some kids, um, obviously the first thing that comes to mind immediately is Adventure Time. Um, yeah. I can't remember who I was talking to about Adventure Time recently, um, but it's just the fact that the show is so adult and yet sort of so 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 ridiculously outlandishly fantastic and like fantastical um, sort of like you know there's, there's so much content in it for kids and of course like yeah. if I was a kid now I'd watch it every day um, and and as uh, <clears throat> I wouldn't say I don't use the doll liberally. Um, <laughs> as a as an older person, um, there's still so much content in Adventure Time for someone my age as well, someone our age as well. Um, so definitely, Adventure Time is one that um, one that I'd recommend, and yeah. that one that you you recommended that I watched the other week um, with, with the future drama. We wouldn't have said future on the cast. It wasn't future on the cast. It was just Billy West, yeah. Um, but that that just you know that episode in particular just highlighted to me that they realise this isn't just for the kids. Like mm. clearly that you know that there's a little bit more in it. Correct? Yeah. Well, there's much, there's there's a lot of stuff thrown yeah. in. Um, but uh, there's, there's nice things too, like uh, background. Um, Relationship. The, some some of the relationships between the characters yeah. are, are, are quite adult too. Yeah, I know it's funny like, about yeah. the princess well, bubblegum and Marceline, you mean? Yeah. Well, it was it was nice to hear sort of slightly confirmed that. Um, yeah, yeah. Yes, they did go out, but they could never they could never say so in the show. Yeah, yeah. Because the show airs in countries where homosexuality is still illegal. Yeah. Which is uh, which is a, a massive shame. Yeah. Um, but there you go, I suppose. Yeah. I, 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 I don't know why why they couldn't do an episode like that anyway. I mean, you hear about all sorts of Friends episodes that weren't shown or censored in Texas. Yeah, exactly. For God's sake! I mean, surely, surely you could have episodes that you know you didn't send over to <laughs> terrible Istan. Um, <laughs> Made up Istan. Uh, yeah, but I mean, Adventure Time is one. Um, there's, a, there's a, I wanted to ask you about a TV show that I've recently, I haven't even seen it yet. I've just seen, I literally, all I saw was a gif of part of this TV show. And it was enough for me to laugh and go, yep, I want to watch that. And so I've, um, <clears throat> I'm downloading it literally as we speak now, and it's called Over the Garden Wall. Oh, you are in for a treat there. I was I was going to get onto this. Oh, really? At some point. Now, 
I'm download. I'm downloading all ten episodes now, um, and I've got them in 1080p as well. So it's going to be the HD or HD. You know, um, so tell me about Over the Garden Wall without spoiling anything, because obviously I'm, I'm just like I just, I'll tell you what the GIF was that I saw. Well, I um, just okay. And, and in my head, I don't even know how it's delivered, but it's someone having a go at a bird about um, stealing and saying how stealing is wrong. And then, uh, and then the bird replies that you just stole a horse. And then the person replies, no, the horse has conscience. The horse is conscious. It can think for itself. And the horse goes, I want to steal. <laughs> just like, right, that's it. That's just something for me. I want to watch this show. What is it? Uh, that's where I'm. That's why I It's it's a wonderful, beautiful, delightful show. Yeah. Um, it's it's one of the it's it's a one-off thing, thing which is what that, I like. That's that, what I read as well. Like reading about it, I was yeah. like, oh, this is like it's just ten ten episodes. That's it. And what it's a pity Sam isn't on this uh, this episode because and he he would just gush and gush and gush. Really? <laughs> yeah, because he he told me to watch it. Um, and and I, I I completely agree um, that it's 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 a fantastic show, yeah. and it is completely self-contained um, as a story. You know, there's there's no cliffhanger ending. Oh, right. yeah. They're not they're not pushing for more episodes. No, no, it's a, it's a one-off, a one-off story, and you could watch all all ten episodes as, as together. You know, and it'd be the length of a the length of a short movie. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it. I like I've I've not read <clears throat> a lot about it. All I know is that Elijah Wood's in it in some capacity, but I don't know. Yeah. I don't know who he is or anything. Yes, you've got uh, you you you've got Elijah Wood to look forward to mm-hmm. um, in in a lesser capacity. And Christopher Lloyd. You, you have Tim Curry, oh, Tim Curry in it. to look forward to, and John Cleese. Oh, oh, I'm really looking forward to this match. Um, but yeah, so like I just um, I'm I'm glad this is one of those that haven't been recommended by anyone as well. Like I've, obviously now I've heard something good about it, but I've, I've found it myself. Mm. So, I'm, I'm, I'm 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 immensely pleased because I was going to ask you a if you'd watched it and, be, and if you hadn't, I was going to tell you to go and watch it. But uh, now you you're in quite a treat there. Yes, any audience members listening? Although I <laughs> I know for a fact that our two or, or two confirmed audience members. <laughs> Um, have both seen it already, but uh, any anyone else go and watch Over the Garden Wall. It's it's really really wonderful little cartoon. Well, when I've watched it, I'll literally I'll do a little mini review of what I thought of it as well. Because so, as you say, the two confirmed listeners we have, one of which has been on the show, um, might <laughs> might want to hear what I have to say about it. I don't know. Maybe don't. Maybe you don't listen to me. Maybe you listen to fucking man candy here. But. Oh no, no! They, they, they both think you're just fine. Oh, fuck you! <laughs> I've met them both, and they said, they said that I was nice. They did, they did. They like you very much. Right now, no, no, no. Nobody likes me very much. Nobody likes me that like that. No, no. See, so they like you. They like you very much. I don't like me. <laughs> they like you. They like you. You know, like, like more than a friend. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, no. Uh, 
Hi guys. Right, anyway, no, sorry, <laughs> let's go back on cartoons. That is why we're here, yes. cartoons. So, Over the Garden Wall, I'm definitely going to, I'll do a little mini review when I've watched it. Um, it'll be sometime this week, I expect, but I won't be able to do it next week in the month of the plan, but, yeah. Um, well, my, my recommendation for the kids today is Gravity Falls. Oh, obviously, how did I miss that? Of kids, course. go and watch Gravity Falls, no. because it is just sheer joy. No, I can't wait until I can download a full second season. Which is what I did with the first season. I just waited until I could download the full season. So I, I missed, like, cause, like when you showed it me, there was only like something like seven episodes out or something. Maybe not even that. Maybe five. And uh, and I, I said to you then, I'm gonna wait until I can get a whole series. And so I waited for like a fucking year before I could, <laughs> before I could get a HD copy of every episode. And it's yeah. So annoying. <laughs> See, it's one of those shows I, I couldn't wait. I couldn't wait. As soon as I see a new episode's out, I have to go yeah. and watch it straight away. Um, but <laughs> the, oh, just some of the episodes and that, some of the lines, it's, it's so, so wonderful. Yeah. So, and quite often so just, wonderfully self-aware. There aren't enough shows like Gravity Falls. That, that have that sort of same blend of likable characters yeah. and sort of nerdy, self-referential sort of like, for you, for use of a better word, postmodern, you know, um, you know, in the in the sort of self-referencing style, pop culture references, you know, there isn't enough, there aren't enough shows like that that can do that and still make you want to watch it just for the story. Because, yeah. yeah, okay, you've got fucking, like, the regular show and things like that. I'm not a fan of the regular show. They're trying too hard to be... And and the um, the Adventures of Flapjack, or whatever it's fucking called, like... There's a few Cartoon Network shows, mm-hmm. and I know... Yeah, why... Well, I, I don't mind the the uh, the regular I'm, show so much. I, I find it quite easy watching. That, that, that's why I don't like yeah. it. I think it owes... It's a bit, like... I find when I'm watching it, I'm usually, if I'm watching it, I should say, I'm generally doing something else, even if I put it on to watch it. Mm. I think the regular show is 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 probably testament to the fact that uh, you can, as long as it's written to a decent standard mm. um, and interacts well, then your character design <laughs> yeah. can be can be almost anything. Yeah, yeah. Which that's something I like about that show, uh, but no, I agree. It's 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 you know it's 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 not making uh, making all the splashes that yeah. uh, some things like Adventure Time or Gravity Falls do, but it's it's I I enjoy it. So, are there any shows from your childhood that stand out in your mind as something you hated, like truly couldn't stand as soon as? Someone even like the announcer for you know Cartoon Network or CITV or whatever that coming next is you know you straight away it didn't even matter what else was on the TV the TV was turned off just <laughs> it was that bad. Were there any shows like that in your childhood? Um, well, there's certainly plenty of rubbish my sisters watched, mm-hmm. um, which uh, uh, although that was mostly the Teletubbies. Yeah. Um, oh, um, the, 
to the point where I can't even remember if there was a, a regular TV show of it on when I was little. Uh, the Ninja Turtles. Really? Never a fan. Never a fan of the Ninja Turtles. No, I. You know, from 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 that day to this, just ne- never never done anything for mm-hmm. me. I reckon, I reckon you might like the Ninja Turtles now, and, and I'll tell you for why. No, nope. because I don't know whether you know about this, right? But they've just released a new film. Not like I say just, right? Because it's been out in America for what, like seven fucking years, but it's only just come out here in the, in the UK. Yeah, and it's, it's made by one of the best directors in the business. <laughs> <laughs> his name's Michael Bay. Now you may not have heard of Michael Bay before, but he did these really independent films called Transformers. Speaking of which, just as a side note, Transformers was never a cartoon that I watched. Um, I feel like I should have. But I watched. I never. I don't remember it ever being on TV when I was little. But my brother had. Uh, he's he's nine years older than me. I. He had a load of old videotapes of Transformers, which I watched quite a lot, um, uh, purely because they were one of the few sort of videotapes we had. Mm. And I, I would, I would just, you know, when when cartoons weren't on TV, and I I had access to the television, I'd I'd put a video on. Mm-hmm. Um, so I remember the the the, the was there there were a few episodes that I'd seen quite a lot of. Um, I say quite a lot of again and again. Um, but other than that, no, never had much exposure. Yeah, I never, I never watched Transformers. But he made this, this Michael Bay fellow made these little, small scale budget, independent <laughs> films of Transformers, and he's done, um, he did a, a, a Ninja Turtles film, and this, uh, I mean, she's never won an Oscar, but frankly, I can't see why. This actress called um, Megan Fox is in it. You may not have heard of Megan Fox, but the internet doesn't like her. <laughs> poor Megan. I know, Fox. yeah, poor Megan Fox. Poor her and her, her short shorts and her perfect bouncing bosoms. Indeed. But yeah, anyway, so um, I'm surprised you didn't like the Ninja Turtles. I can't honestly say I ever watched Ninja Turtles really though. Like, it wasn't that it didn't interest me, it was just it was always on when Dragon Ball Z was on. And. Dragon Ball Z one hands down every time. Um, that was the that was the cartoon of my childhood. That was, mm. you know. No, of course, yeah. Well, we we touched upon this in the anime, but every everything everything was swiftly taken over by Pokemon. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it was great because Pokemon was on at five o'clock on um, on Sky One, and then mm. Dragon Ball Z was on at five thirty on Cartoon Network. And so I just had this anime hour, um, yeah. and it was so good. I mean, I cannot contain my excitement for the next Dragon Ball Z film. Like, you know how I am with Marvel and, and everything Marvel. Well, yeah. the new Dragon Ball Z film, I'm as excited for that because of, of, <laughs> of the content that is going to be contained in the film as I was about the Avengers. But that's a, that's a conversation for another time. But on a, it's, it's got it's got is it got it's got freezer coming back well, or something, doesn't it? Very quickly. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, I, I didn't want to delve it too much. Right, it's got freezer coming back, but in the last film, which I only watched the other day, um, mm. 
uh, in the last film, the bad guy in that who really wasn't actually a bad guy, which we quite like. He was a new in, he was a new character that they've introduced to the series, and he didn't die. He's going to be in this film as well. Um, <clears throat> he happened to mention sort of this mind blowing sort of like theory that actually there aren't there isn't just one universe in Dragon Ball Z. There's actually seventeen separate universes um, in the cosmos. And, oh, good lord. Yeah. And this is something that they've never touched upon before. And, you know, the, the thing is with the Dragon Ball Z films, they, they tend to make throwaway comments like that. But this one was different because it was written to be a part of the canon. They, they uh, specifically made it um, in league with everyone who's ever been involved in the TV show and the manga so that they could introduce it to the canon and, and then all of a sudden it kicked off and everyone was like, whoa, there's other universes. And so I'm not sure whether it's going to be the same freezer or whether it's going to be a different freezer. But the one thing I have noticed that nobody else seems to have noticed, or at least nobody I know has seemed to have noticed, is <clears throat> in, the, in the images and the tra- trailers that have been shown, um, Goku is wearing a different logo to what he's been wearing for the entirety of the rest of the series. He's always worn one of two logos, and that's the turtle logo, which is where he learned um, the Kamehameha from Master Roshi, or the King Kai yeah. logo, where he trained at the start of the, the first series of, of Dragon Ball Z. And then by the end of the series, he would wear um, the turtle on his back, which was the bigger logo, but then King Kai on his chest, which was the smaller logo. Now he's got something new, like something completely different that I've never seen before. Um, and so in my head, I'm like, okay, is this going to be like an alternate Goku? Is this going to be like, is this just going to be in a completely alternate universe? Um, in which case, you know, if it's an alternate universe, they can kill off whoever they want. They can do whatever the fuck they want. And just because they've established it now means they can do it. Um, similar in the style of, um, you know, how they do with Star Trek. Um, they rebooted the whole yeah. Star Trek franchise by basically going, oh, well, it's a different universe. We can do what we want. Um, imagine if they did that with the Dragon Ball Z universe and they said, right, well, anything we now do, you know, doesn't affect the characters you know and love. It's going to be the same characters, but it's going to be in this universe instead. They can do whatever the fuck they want. They can, they can make Vegeta a bad guy again. They can make Goku gay. They can throw Gohan black. It, oh, the possibilities are endless. But, <laughs> but let's, you know, let's go back to, to cartoons. Let, like, there was one cartoon I really hated. Fucking despised. And I've even got images up now. And I, I'm, I'm feeling rage again. Because I couldn't even remember what it was called. And while I've been talking, I've Googled things that I could associate with it. And I finally found it. And it was Angela Anaconda. And I don't know whether you know what that was. Oh, the cardboard photograph. Yeah, and it was a short mm. that came annoyingly with the Digimon movie as well. Um, where they oh, all dear. fucking went and saw the Digimon movie and then it turned into the character. Oh, it's just. Oh, it fills me with rage just looking at these fucking stupid faces. I hate it. I don't even know why I hate it so much, it just really 
Jesus Mio. Oh, I'll tell you, I'll tell you, uh, think that you, you reminded me of, uh, two shows <laughs> I, I completely hated, um, uh, that were, I hated them for the same reasons, because they were basically the same show, Arthur and Doug, mm. uh, they were just, they just oh, so bland, yeah. they were both I never watched so bland Doug. and so boring. never watched Doug. And, uh, Arthur, which one was Arthur? Oh, was Arthur the one with the football head? No. Uh, no, that was Arnold. Hey Arnold, that was Hey Arnold. That's Hey Arnold. Arthur. Oh, no, Hey Arnold, I quite, I, I, I didn't mind. No. Arthur? Uh, Arthur was, um, the, the, he lived in a world, they were all animals, sort of anthropomorphic Not animals. Not the BBC or CITV or something. A bear. No, no, it was an American show. Um, and no, it was just very dull. I'm trying to yeah, think of yeah. something. Oh uh, yeah, they used to show it on. Um, they used to show it on um, CBBC. Oh, but yeah, no, I know what it is now. Just googled it. Yeah, I, I never cared for it. I, I didn't, I didn't dislike it, but I didn't like it. But yeah, well, no, it was, it was, wasn't something you know that I, I, act, I actively hated. It was, I just found them both very dull shows, both very samey. Um, I mean, there, there was just, was just very little to to recommend. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah. So yeah, and uh, I was never a big fan of Scooby Doo. Really? Um. Yeah. No, I know. Oh, I, I love Scooby. It's 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 one of those reasons. I know, I know, I know you did. Um, it's one of those reasons I never watched the movies. Um, yeah. And actually, tell you what, the only Scooby Doo. I really enjoyed were the the cartoon movies. Yeah, I did like the cartoon TV movies. movies because they those were the ones where they actually dealt with things that were supernatural. Yeah, it, it wasn't um, it, unlike the TV show. Where it was always just old man McGucket bucket. wearing a bucket on his head. See, you say that then you you sh- you should have seen the um, the series they did, and it was a very short series. Um, Scooby, the Thirteen Ghosts of Scooby Doo, Scooby Doo and the Thirteen Ghosts or something. And that series followed um, Scrappy, Daphne, Scooby, Shaggy, and I'm going to say his name, and it's going to put you off completely, so I don't know why I'm even trying to tell it to you. <laughs> they had, they had um, token ethnic boy Flim Flam. <laughs> and, Flim Flam McGraw. Yeah, <laughs> his name was Flim Flam, and... They ended up releasing some, uh, like, um, they had a book and they released 13 of the world's most awful ghosts into the world and now to go and collect each ghost. Uh, uh, I know there was, there was some series, um, that was recommended to me but I never, never checked out, which was a sort of alternate, alternate version of, uh, the, the, the mystery game. Mm. Um, and possibly, I can't remember what it was called, maybe Scooby-Doo Unsolved Mysteries or something. Oh, I think I remember that, yeah. Um, uh, it was a, it was a completely different animation style. Yeah, it was, yeah. But it, it, it apparently, uh, sort of, it had an, an, uh, overarching story. And towards the end, it, uh, that, and I think they dealt with some supernatural stuff as well. And in the end, it sort of chained, it, the universe changed, or 
or adapted or shifted or something to where it became Scooby Doo Mystery Incorporated. It was that was yeah. it. Uh, to where it became the original show. Right oh the really? End. Yeah. That's quite cool. Which which is which is an interesting concept. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, it's just you know I I never had interest in Scooby Doo in the first place. Yeah. Um, it's one of those things that I obviously saw a lot because it was on it was on Anderson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was one of those old cartoons that you know it had so many old episodes they could yeah. just chuck some up on Cartoon Network two or Boomerang. Or so something, you, it would be endlessly playing. You you've, you've mentioned this Scooby Doo Mystery Incorporated now. I've just looked it up and it's actually um Matthew Lillard who played Shaggy in the films. Voices Shaggy in it, so now I'm really interested. Oh. In that. No, I like, well, like there you go, yeah, there's one to 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 go and go seek it out yeah. and watch it. Shall we? Uh, okay. Shall well, we... I I I'm gonna ask you before before we get on to our our feature, yeah. I'm gonna ask you to very quickly, off the top of your head, and you can do the same to me yeah. if you like. Pitch me a cartoon. Pitch, pitch me any a, cartoon. Pitch, pitch yeah, pitch me a kids cartoon. Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> Pitch me an original kids cartoon. Winnie the Pooh in space. <laughs> okay, I'm interested. What's he doing in space? Oh, bad things. Bad things. He had to leave Earth for a reason. <laughs> so he's been exiled. Um, yeah, because. Why was he exiled? Um, uh, Rabbit didn't approve of his inappropriate relationship with Piglet. Uh, <laughs> So he left in um Tigger bounced them to the moon and from there they got a shuttle. Um Okay. I'm sorry, it's following that. So it, are, are all the characters in space? No, no. All, well they they may are they, they are may they being chased by rabbits? They make uh, random appear like um cameo appearances. Actually, no, I've changed my <laughs> answer. Um yes, every character appears in it, but not as themselves. They play different characters. Played by Tigger and Rabbit and Owl and um, Christopher Robin. And Christopher Robin, here's the twist: Christopher Robin always plays the villain because Christopher Robin has grown up. Um, and the whole thing at the end um, turns into Toy Story because it's essentially the same fucking story. Um, what are you laughing at? Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything, and 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 um, it's done in the style of the animation of the old Winnie the Pooh, not um, normal Disney. So you know, you, you it's quite traditional, I think. Um, but yeah, so Winnie the Pooh in space, gay Winnie the Pooh in space. <laughs> Pitch me a cartoon, Alex. Uh, very good. Um, oh, I, I. Uh, Piggy Bank comes to life. He's a magical Piggy Bank um, and has infinite money inside him and he travels the world. And he's played by Adam Sandler. Uh, get... <laughs> Have I ruined it already? Oh, you ruined my cartoon. <laughs> he travels the world giving to needy kids and there's evil robbers always trying to capture him so they can steal all the infinite money. Don't you sully the good name of Drew Barrymore? Fifty First Dates is a good film. I'm just pointing that out. Um, I believe that Drew Barrymore yeah. wakes up and doesn't know what she's doing every day. 
Drew Barrymore. Oh, I like Drew Barrymore. Um, <laughs> she's said that uh, when she's watched Adam Sandler so many times. Yeah, she's... Um, speaking, of, speaking of Adam Sandler... Well, uh, no, well, she, the magical figure back goes around the world. Oh, yeah. Cute. Um, and uh, all these all these families and things, you know, they think, oh, these people are deserving. And then the magic piggyback, in the end, the end of most episodes shows you don't really need money um, to improve your lives. You can do it by getting off the fucking sofa and getting a job. You know? <laughs> uh, Does he say exactly like that? I'd like you to say exactly like that. <laughs> uh, no, well, he, he, he speaks in a gibberish language, which is really just um, the voice recorded backwards. <laughs> That's exactly that's exactly what it says, but he's got you know a a, a little little girl companion who goes around and says it in a nice okay. way for. Who's the comic relief? Um. Or should I say what is the, the comic the, relief that's going to sell all the toys? Comic relief. Talk calculator um, that teaches them money management. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, comic relief. Oh, comic relief is a uh, a little rat. Who lives in the curly tail of uh, the piggy bank? Okay, cool. Um, and 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 is always and is always trying to um trying trying to get the money too. Okay. Um, but uh, only 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 to buy his precious macaroons. Okay. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> okay. Let's move on to the feature. Um, before I before I do my lovely review, I just wanted to make a note about Adam Sandler that I thought about when we were talking about Drew Barrymore. Um. I don't know whether you've heard about the the recent hacking of Sony Pictures. Uh, vaguely been in the news. Yeah, yeah, yeah. four or five of Sony Pictures, um, either recently released or to be released films, have been uh, leaked on the internet through a hacking. They're blaming North Korea, and, and North Korea have basically said, "Well, it might have been us, it might not have been." You know, um, yeah. all in retaliation of the Seth Rogen films. The film, yeah. But um, <clears throat> one thing that was leaked was a number of different staff emails complaining that all Sony Pictures do is, is enforce Adam Sandler to make awful films. <laughs> and <that> just, like, <laughs> even the production companies know these are bad films. Like nobody <laughs> is sitting there going, maybe this would be a good idea, Adam. Like even the production companies are thinking bad ideas and still let them do it. So. <laughs> Maybe, maybe, it, maybe it's an infinite loop. Maybe even, even Adam Sandler doesn't think any of these movies are a good idea. Nobody thinks these movies are a good idea. They just think it's a different part of a company <laughs> that's being forced. Yeah. So, oh, these these tired writers. Oh, we've been for, we've been offered a load of money to write another Adam, Adam Sandler. 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 It's all it's all right. It's 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 all right. We'll we'll copy paste a, stu- a load of stuff from previous movies. Adam Sandler um, and, sort of like not being able to sleep, sort of like lying awake at night thinking, oh, it's only one to make another picture. What am I going to do? I've already made Little Nicky three times. And, the, and the, you know, the writers will submit it, sub- submit the new script, and it'll go to some department, and they'll go, oh, God, another Adam Sandler film? I didn't know there was another one of these yeah. coming <laughs> Jesus Christ. There's just one guy, one guy who got pissed <laughs> off with Sony one day and went, you know what, I'm going to make you pay for 30 years. And he, he he just and he's not even there anymore. Yeah. He just put a he just put a teeny tiny looping program into <laughs> one of their systems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So every once in a while, it keeps looping yeah. back round. Uh, you know, and and you know this, but this, you know, only this time, his 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 dad's a fisherman mm-hmm. who um who 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 can't leave his canoe. <laughs> um, 
but but because of uh, the 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 evil deadly spindly killer fish. Played by Rob um, Schneider. Played by Rob Schneider, and eventually Adam Sandler builds um a, 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 a river into into the town for his dad to to be a normal person again. Yeah. David Spade plays the river. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Let's move on to the future. Um, which, frankly, is as absurd as the movie you've just mentioned. You asked me to review Britney Spears, the, the, the Britney Spears classic, Crossroads. Yeah, I, w- I want to hear all the good, wonderful things about her her big screen debut. Okay. Or it might not have been. Um, I don't fucking know. I'm, I'm I'm pretty sure it was looking at the age of her. Um, <laughs> this was this was yeah. right around the time that she was in the prime of her life, um, and you can tell because mm. she's pretty good looking in it. And that was that was one thing that made the viewing a lot more. Desire, no. Easier. Um, so I'll, I'll give you a, a, a brief rundown of the plot, and then I'll go into the, the nitty grittier details. Okay. The plot sort of goes along the lines of um, three. You know, you get you get this in quite a lot of films. Um, three friends when they're very young. Um, basically they plant a time capsule um, mm. and they say right we're going to dig that up in, uh, in in X amount of years and then we're going to go on a wacky adventure um, yeah. or in some cases it's oh do you remember that thing we buried let's go on a wacky adventure and find it the time where we buried it yeah. you know um, to name a few Crossroads is one of them um, Without a Paddle is another one uh, but you know, others come to mind. Um, so, you know, this, this follows the same suit. They're, they're very young children, probably like 11, I think, I don't know, um, when. No, 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 they don't specify the age. I was, no, no, it's okay. I was just trying to figure out, you know, how bad it would be if I had sex with Britney Spears at that age. Um, <laughs> I don't think it was Britney Spears playing the 11-year-old. Don't ruin the illusion, Alex! <laughs> I'm not sure Disney would have had the foresight. <laughs> to say, oh, you're one of the Disney kids. <laughs> Bury this treasure and maybe it'll be useful footage in a future film career. <laughs> maybe we'll be able to use it. Right, no, so the, the three kids... Very, um, their three MacGuffins that they just happen to have on them at, the, at that time that happened to be really important to them, even though it's kind of established at the start of the scene that they didn't plan to do this, but okay. Um, and then, and then you know, they're, they're, they're three best friends, and there's um, there, there's Brittany, there's um, the, the, the trailer trash one, and then the token black girl, um, and then, uh, and then. Sort of like ten years later, or, or a little bit longer, or a little bit less. I don't know. Um, it's it's now high school graduation, and that's when they said that they were get no, yeah, no high school graduation. They said they were going to open the um the 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 time capsule at graduation. So you get a little bit of a 
little bit of a sort of like exposition of who they are now. Um, and Brittany naturally sort of like, I mean, you, I'm not, you know, Brittany back then was, was, was a hot commodity. She, she was a very good looking girl. Um, and she was, you know, she was just about to be exploited by every mass media molecule out there. Um, and this was the start of it. So she was still a very good looking girl. And naturally, she, being the good looking one out of the three of them, is the nerd. Um, <laughs> and she's the, oh, and a virgin as well. Did I not mention a virgin? Um, I mean. <laughs> hey guys, guess what? computer they could have played you know it, it was so ridiculously um i'm not allowed to say anything bad um <laughs> i'm not going to make the point I'm just not going to say it right so she's the nerd um you've got the trailer trash trash one that i mentioned that is pregnant now um, and she's played by another singer that's now in um, Orange is the New Black. And, uh, and and then you've got Zoe Saldana, who is the token black girl. And this was before she did um, Guardians of the Galaxy and, um, and uh, Avatar and Star Trek and all those things that, you know, you, you look at Zoe Saldana and go, fuck me, you are a desirable woman. And, yeah. you know, and she's like, she's basically, um, sort of the geek, the, the, the woman to go for, go to for, for sort of geeky franchises now, isn't she really? Yeah. Let's say geeky, let's say sci-fi, let's say sci-fi. Um, you know, she, she's got a lot of experience with, with sci-fi and fantasy. And, um, in this, she plays, um, a bitch. And not just not just a bitch, because obviously she has her own story, and 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 it turns out she's you know she's got feelings and she's edgy, um, but um, she's she's the popular girl, and it it's nice like this is a genuine actual thing that I like, in that it was nice to see, it was nice to realise that there was a time when Zoe Saldana couldn't act. Um, and sort of to see where she's come from ugh, to where she's going, which is, hey, you know. Um, so uh, the three of them sort of like, they don't get along anymore as well because obviously Zoe Saldana's popular and the other one's pregnant, so naturally she's ostracised by everyone. Um, yeah. And, and Brit- well, as, as she and, should be. And Britney's a nerd. Ugh. Um, and, and so that the you know, um, I'm trying to keep this quite short, actually, this, this the plot run down, because there are points I need to make. Um, so, it's high school graduation, they all sort of like end up sort of basically walking into each other while they're getting ready for, for graduation, and um, it's the pregnant one that's basically trying to orchestrate the, two, the other two to get together to actually go dig up this thing that, that they've done, and they were, they're both like, oh, no, I'm not going to do that. And, and through their own sort of like, uh, <clears throat> through their own little ways, they end up going, oh, actually, I'm going to go, I'll just go. They do, they dig it up. Um, this is the first fucking 10 minutes of the film. Um, 
They do. They dig it up, and um, Brittany had put a locket in there, and it turns out she doesn't know who her mother is. Um, and frankly, her, her dad's played by Dan Aykroyd. Who'd want to know who their mother is if your dad is Dan Aykroyd? But whatever. <laughs> um, Zoe Saldana put in um, a ring, and she was like, "Oh my god, it's my ring! Oh, I wanted to get married so much when I was when I was little. Good thing is happening now. Um, bombshell! She's engaged." <laughs> Um, uh, and then the other one, um, what did the other one want? I can't even remember what that bitch wanted. I think she wanted to be a singer. She put something in there. She wanted to be, oh, I think it was a doll. Oh no. I don't fucking know. She, she wanted to be, she wanted to be a singer anyway. And she drops it on them that she's, she's leaving on Sunday, um, to go to an audition on the other side of the country because Apparently, they don't do any auditions anywhere else in America because um, it's such a small place, you know. Um, well, yeah. and she's, going, she's going away on Sunday. She's going to LA to audition for this um, for these for these positions in a band um, to get a rec- like auditions with a record label to, to be a part of the band. Um, and they're like, but you're pregnant and you don't know anyone with the car. And she's like, well, yeah, I'm pregnant, but that doesn't mean I can't do anything. And I know someone. And someone happened to be uh, the guy that was playing guitar for the band that were performing at their high school graduation, who um, everyone sort of looked at and they're like, oh, he's hot. And then they dropped the bombshell that, hasn't he just come out of prison? Didn't he kill a guy? Mm. And everyone's like, he's oh, he's edgy. Um, and so, you know, the, the, the trailer trash one says to them, do, do you want to come with me? And they're like, no. And then they both sort of go in their own time. I'm actually going to go with her because, well, you know, fuck it. Um, I'm not going to get paid if I'm not in the movie. So, <laughs> so they end up going on this trip and, they, you know, this guy is driving them. And the, I really liked this bit because they went, who's that? And she's like, oh, that's Ben. He's cool. And in the next scene, they showed you how cool he was because the first shot was him wearing glasses, driving a car with the top down with a hat on. Because um, oh, yeah. he's bad as well, because he doesn't care if that hat gets blown away by the wind, because he's cool. No, so, um, so Ben's cool. Ben's cool. Um, and so they go on the road trip, um, and so uh, Brittany wants to go meet her mom on the road trip because it's on the way, and Zoe Saldana is going to see her boyfriend who is in LA, sorry, her fiance who's in LA, and he's at college in LA, he's a year older than them. Um, and so, and, and then the pregnant one is going to these auditions, and then the guy who's driving them is going there because um, something like his brother's down there, and his brother might be able to get him a job. So, you know, they go on this road trip, um, and it all ends up that um, that uh, well, no, I'm going to make one of the points I wanted to make. The good thing I liked about this film is it kind of starts off with your sort of typical standard where, you know, look at these kids, haven't they got problems, you know, and it's, no, you, you haven't, but, but <laughs> that's how you feel, you know, you, you're looking at them and you're like, oh, they think they have problems, but they're just perfect kids, and nothing works out for any of them. Like, they all have pretty horrible endings for their characters until they do the second ending. Um, yeah. So... I mean, it, it, you know, on the on the way through the road trip, um, 
the guy who was in prison reveals that yes he was in prison but no he didn't kill a guy um it was something like he's uh he stole a loaf of bread to feed a starving you know child. what you're not fucking far <laughs> you're not far um his stepdad was beating his step uh, stepsister and so he drove her out of state so that she could be with the mom but Something due to top child laws meant that he wasn't allowed to actually take her out of state, so he was arrested. Um, so, you know, ro- you know, modern day fucking Robin Hood. Um, he falls in love with Britney anyway, and Britney sort of like falls in love with him, but to start with, she's like, no, I can't love you because you're a murderer. Um, and then almost immediately after he says, I didn't kill someone, you know, without any evidence or anything, she just basically opens her fucking legs to him. Even though she's a virgin, should I add. Um, and they don't fucking forget to remind you that she's a virgin, because you need to be constantly reminded, because it's Britney Spears. And the last thing you're going to think when you're watching her in this film is, she's a virgin. But, so, she wants to go meet her mom, who she's never met, because she left when she was three. She meets her mom, which is, and she's played by Kim Cattrall from um, Sex and City. And, in true... Sex in the City, Kim Cattrall style. Um, Britney turns up and she sort of goes, hmm, yeah, I didn't want a child um, because I'm a bitch. Um, I'm going back to being Sex in the City. And uh, so Britney's all like, oh, I had a mom and she didn't want me. Wow. And I was like, good. Britney hasn't had a happy ending. <laughs> I'm happy. Yeah. And then... Um, it's strong character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so uh, <clears throat> it's almost um, it's almost obvious, almost obvious, that because Zoe Saldana has rung her boyfriend three times and tried to get him to come down to wherever it is they're living, halfway across the country, and he doesn't want to, that he's cheating on her. And um, so when Zoe Saldana gets to uh, gets to her boy uh, fiance's dorm. Dun, dun, dun. There's a girl in there, and she's she's been cheated on by him. Um, but here's where it, here's the best bit of the fucking thing, right? Here's like this this was the Pierre's the resistance. This made me fucking giggle, right? Mm. The pregnant one is there as well when she goes to meet the boyfriend, and the pregnant one's like, oh, I really don't want to go. I really don't want to go, but, but I'm going to go with you. Um, and all the way through, they've been like, who's the daddy? Who's the daddy? And she's like, oh, it's just my boyfriend. The boyfriend who she just split up with, by the way. So, And they're all like, mm, okay, whatever. She reveals about halfway through the film that she was raped and, um, at a Christmas party. And that's how she got pregnant. And she said, I got raped by a guy with a blue bottle. Um, he was drinking out of a blue bottle. Now, I don't... I don't want to pick at this film, but I like how they dropped that fact in, because it's a completely random fact that he would be drinking out of a blue bottle. Okay, maybe when you rate, you remember the, the, the sort of finite details about, so, you know, the, the smallest details about things that in normal life you wouldn't really remember but because such a traumatic thing's happening you know um, it, it, it could um, you know you remember these things but 
there's a lot of people that drink out of blue bottles. And so when they go to meet Zoe Saldana's fiance, who they then later reveal was in town at around about Christmas time, you know, mm-hmm. as they're talking to him, as she's arguing with him because she's realized he's cheating on her, he's drinking out of a blue bottle. And that's mm-hmm. how she realizes that he raped her friend and got her pregnant. And, and it, he did. So she punches him. And there's no authorities called or anything like that. She just, it just, that's how it ends there. Yeah, as long as he's got a good swift punch to the nads but, or. But so one of them got raped. One of them got disowned by a parent. And then the other one, um, uh, sort of like had to break off her engagement. And so you think, good, a happy ending for all the viewers. But no, 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 no. See, did I forget that this was a musical film? Not musical in the sense of here's a musical number, but you can't cast Britney Spears without having her record label get involved and go, hmm, if you're going to cast our style, we're going to need to showcase her talent. And I don't mean what's behind that bra, which they don't fucking do, by the way. (laughs) Were you really hoping for some Britney boob? I was hoping for more Britney boob than Britney fucking vocals, mate. Now, now, that sounds like a negative comment. A negative comment that there's no Britney boob, yeah? That's a negative comment because I wanted to see some Britney boob and that would have been a good comment if there were so. It's not a criticism. So you're saying the film is bad for not having Britney boob? No, I'm just saying it could have been better for some Britney boob. But Uh. I'm straying from the point. (laughs) Did I tell you that there was music in this film? No, I did not. You texted me. You texted I'm me talking, especially to tell I'm talking me to the listener now. I'm not talking to you. <laughs> so, Brittany, every probably ten or so minutes, needs to showcase her vocal talents again. Now, whether that be through the radio and singing along, even though she's singing louder than the fucking radio, or whether it's through a group song, or whether it's through the fact that the one that wants to go and do the recording contract gets gets on stage with them and chiefing a bit of backing finger and then realises, oh, I can't sing. Sorry, I'm scared. So Britney has to do it. And uh, and this gets on to my main main point of the film, really. Um, It's good that one of them could sing, um, but did it have to be Britney? And... Like, very early on in the film, they acknowledge the fact that these are high school girls. Where did they get the money from? And they just so happen to find a karaoke bar where they get paid to perform. But they don't get paid like any normal bar would pay. And I would know because I've managed one where you have an act come in and you say to them, all right, we'll give you 100 quid to perform. And the act go, yeah, cool. Um, this was exclusively done via tips from the audience. So they would sing, and then a basket would go round, and if the people liked what they heard, they tipped. Um, I don't know whether this is a, a real thing or not. It sounds not, but America's a strange place. Um, so they get up on stage... And Britney sings and starts to be a bit sexy. And uh, she sings a full musical number. 
and uh, and then that gives them enough money to complete the entire cross-country trip. Um, and then at the end, when they've all been raped and divorced and sort of s- s- disowned, um, Brittany's decided that she's fallen in love with with Ben, the cool guy, not murderer Ben, cool guy. So he's not a murderer. We need to establish that, you know. Um, they need to remind you a couple of times because we we established a couple of times he was he was a murderer, but we were joking. Um, so she falls in love with not murderer Ben, um, despite the lack of evidence. I should point out. I would still like to see the court papers, but you know, I'm I'm willing to 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 suspend the disbelief. Uh, I'm willing to accept that maybe he's not a murderer. Um, Maybe. Maybe. He does have dead behind their eyes, sort of orgasm face. I know that because eventually by the end of the film, Brittany's not a virgin. But even during the sex scene, there was no Brittany. But, you know, um, she decides she's in love with him and her dad comes to pick him up and the dad's constantly... He's basically like a stereotypical Asian father played by Dan Aykroyd. You should be doing math. Um, but uh, she tells him, um, don't make me do what mom did and leave. Please just let me go. That's a quote. The bitch actually says that to her father after she's been a mess to mom and got disowned again. Um, she says that to her dad and her dad lets her go. And she runs off, goes to be in his arms, and then they go to the audition. And uh, uh, they, Zoe Saldana... And the pregnant. Oh, and that's it. Sorry, I forgot the best bit. She doesn't just. She doesn't. She hasn't just been raped. When the revelation about her being raped is revealed, she tries to run away, falls down the stairs, and loses the baby. <gasps> I mean, it's just perfect, isn't it? So a few days later, conveniently, um, when she's better, um, the auditions are still taking place, and uh, and Zoe Saldana and, and the trailer trash one without the, the baby now are backup singers. And Britney performs another full musical number. And what I liked about this film was um, when um, when when it comes to showcasing Britney's talent, you know, when when I sing along to the radio, I don't sing as if I'm performing. I sing like I'm the only person in the room and I know it. Um, and I, I might sing with a stupid voice sometimes. I I might sing um, quite loudly, badly. Um, I might sing quite well, but I don't sing like I'm performing it with all the ums and the ahs in between where I should be breathing, like you find in a lot of modern manufactured pop songs. I'm not blaming Britney for those manufactured pop songs, but she was certainly around in the era where it really started to kick off. The era of auto-tune, I like to call it. And um, and she seems to do that a lot when she's listening to the radio. So she'll be listening to, I don't know, um, fucking Journey or something. And every time where Journey would be breathing to sing the next, don't stop believing. And you can hear, by the way, I'm singing that now. I'm not, I'm not really trying. She's putting her everything into it. But she's lip syncing. <coughs> so she looks pretty when she's doing it. <coughs> and I like that about the film. <coughs> they aren't afraid to showcase that um, 
that everything in the music industry isn't quite as you see it. Um, are there any more good points to the film? Probably not. Am I going to try and find one more? Why the hell not? Halfway through, the car breaks down and the guy, um, Ben, the cool guy, gets out of his car and he's raging and ranting and and, uh, and his, his entire rant basically goes along the lines of this. I've been in the car for five days now and all I've heard is chick stuff. I'm surrounded by chicks, chick stuff. The only thing I have is this car and it's now been dominated by chicks. And all I can think is, what, are you gay? Like, where is your problem here? You're surrounded by Zoe Saldana, Britney Spears, and the other one. That, you know, she's not, she's not bad looking. She's just not immediately recognisable. Um, I recognise because I've seen, I've seen oranges and no black. But I was, what, are you gay? Like, what's wrong? What's wrong with that? Um, I'd love to be in that situation. Well, I mean, I wouldn't, but I'd love to be in that situation. But, uh, Lo and behold, Britney's dad is a mechanic as well, and just to showcase the fact that she is a nerd, she knows exactly how to fix the car. So, um, so good on Britney, you know, showing up. Well done, her. You know, that's, that's something. That's a, it's a good lesson for the kids. Silly mess. To you know, you know, you got you got to be able to fix a car and change a change a tire and hoist the mainsail. Oh, and did I mention there's a cameo from Justin Long? No. No. Well, he plays. Britney's first boyfriend of the film, who, at high school graduation, they're about to have sex with one another, and Britney can't do it because she doesn't love him. And the only reason they're doing it is, and Justin Long lists, we're lab partners, we trust each other, we've known each other for a really long time, and we don't want to go to college as virgins. Ugh. And I felt sorry for Justin Long because I really felt, with that heartfelt plea, he should have got the girl. <laughs> but uh, well, it's 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 very embarrassing to show up at college or university, you know, and admit you're a virgin. On. I mean, imagine, I mean, imagine yeah, going to going to university, a virgin. I mean, let's just let's just put it out there, you know. I didn't go to uni as a virgin, but if I did, the first thing I'd think is probably won't tell anyone. I'd probably lie. So, good on Justin Long for telling the truth in every situation, clearly. Um, yeah, well, it's, it's, it's good to see that he's an honest person, but it's it. I think it would have been a good thing to let the kids know that even if you do go to University of Virgin, it only takes five minutes to correct the problem. Yeah, exactly. But oh well. So, um, that is my review over. Um... Unless you have any questions, of course. Um, all in all... Which character did you relate to the most? Definitely. Um, the pregnant girl who was raped. Definitely the baby. <laughs> that got killed when when uh, she threw herself down the stairs. <clears throat> she didn't actually throw herself down the stairs. That's just my take on the scene. But... Definitely, um, no, the rapist, the rapist fiancé that was cheating on his fiancé, that is the person that I identify with. 
because frankly, if I had to live in a world where these characters existed, I'd have some fun as well. Any any more questions? Um, um, I'm sure if you give me a moment, I can think of something, but. No, okay. I release you from your good review. Okay, all in all, I give the movie a solid um, five carbonites out of ten hand solos. Um, purely for the fact that Zoe Saldana's in it, and I know that her career was pretty much made through the box office take of this movie, even though it was an awful mm. film. Um, I don't know why I didn't expect musical numbers because Britney Spears was in it but I just like I had no idea that there was music coming so <laughs> yeah I, I'm, I'm quite confused as to how you no, it's just, I, I've, I've, seen, I've seen films with um, like Justin Timberlake Justin Timberlake actually a half decent actor and he doesn't sing in his films um, and you know there's just a, I just, I was about 15 minutes in and Britney turns on the radio and then the music's playing and it's a recognisable song and Britney's like, oh yeah, a tune. And then all of a sudden, auto-tune kicks in and she's like, yeah, and I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake, no. No, 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 no. And Zoe Saldana, right? I'm not being funny. I love I love her as Gamora. She's brilliant in Star Trek, and frankly, she's one of the best things about Avatar. I just, I don't know. Did she die and they replaced her in in Hollywood, <laughs> like a clone? Like was that the was that the original one? And they went, well, she's pretty good looking, but she can't act for shit. Let's just let's just scoop out her brain and put Marlon Brando in there. <laughs> Sometimes it takes a while to get into your groove. I've never seen someone so wooden. <laughs> that bad, huh? Just, just so bad, so bad. <laughs> the only good actor was Ben the Cool Guy, and I fucking hated him just because they tried to <laughs> Ben the Cool Guy. Who might have killed someone because he went to jail and he's cool and edgy. Fuck me. No, you know what? It still wasn't as bad as the room, so. But, you know what? No, 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 no. no. You know what? I take that back. What the room does with its micro, which actually I've now learned wasn't micro, it was actually quite big, but still. The, the Room is an independent film, and so because of that, it's, received, it's sort of achieved this cult status of so bad it's good. And mm. whilst my review was scathing of it, I can't help but look back in fond memories of it. And you know what? <laughs> One day in the very far future, I should add, I might even watch it again just for the comedic value. I can honestly say I ne- I will never feel that way about Crossroads. I would never <laughs> recommend it to someone unless I want them to get cancer. <laughs> Frankly, I will recommend opening a microwave and putting the testicles in there first before <laughs> at the at the same time as recommending Crossroads. 
but yeah, it was it was truly just the, the what little plot there was. It was oh look at us, aren't we pretty? Oh we've had bad things happen to us, but it's okay. Hollywood will help us. Oh, but okay, my review's over. Right, well, well done. You got through. You you done well. Now this this is where I would usually recommend the film for you to watch, but we're going to save that because next yeah. week we're doing our Christmas cast. Um, next week is indeed yeah. the Christmas cast, and we've uh, we've, separate, we've got a couple of special surprises. We're going to do a separate movie review because it could be quite long because we're actually both going to review. We each. Re- each got to review yeah. a bad Christmas but movie. The other one's going to recommend in the same fashion still. So that's going to be a completely separate recording altogether. So after that, we'll go back to our old format. And, and I'm, I now have nearly two weeks. Well, after having this week and next week as well, I'm going to have two weeks to find the perfect retaliation for Crossroads. <laughs> So look forward to that. But so next week's movies are going to be Christmas movies, and we've we've been thinking about these quite a lot, at, at least today. Um, Alex. Yeah. So Alex, would you like to tell me what movie you'd like me to watch? Okay. Well, first of all, I need to double check if you've seen it or not. Yeah. Have you seen Nativity? Um, no. I've seen part. Of, I've seen part. Of, it's the one with Martin Freeman, isn't it? It is. I, okay, I've seen well, part. If you, of it. If I've seen part. Of if you've seen part of it, then I will I I will change it to Nativity Two. Oh, David Tennant, starring okay. da- starring oh, David Tennant. You know what? So, I'm, I'm happy with that. I'll give you okay. that. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I didn't I didn't want anything too okay. cruel. It's Christmas. No, you didn't want anything too cruel. I quite like the <laughs> I I quite like the first one. Okay. Um, but I but but I I, I saw okay. things saying that the second one was abysmal. So. Well, it's got David Tennant in, so it, it can't. Yeah, I'm, sure, I'm sure it can't be that bad. At least there's the sex appeal. Um, yeah. Okay, so all right, yeah, no, that's cool. I watched the Nativity too. I'm, I'm quite happy for that. In which case, I suppose I'd better give you the nicer option of the two. Um, again, I had two options. Um, my, my second option was actually we actually mentioned it um, with Sam, and it was going to be Eight Crazy Nights. By Adam Sandler. It's Adam Sandler's animated movie. <clears throat> oh god. <laughs> and no, no. So you say, oh god, right? I actually quite like the movie. Um, okay. It's actually like one of the movies that me and my sister watch at Christmas. But we did watch it when we were in that sort of juvenile teen stage where Adam Sandler's funny. So although yeah. I don't watch it and laugh now. I do watch it with fond memories of, hmm, I did enjoy this once. Um, (laughs) So it was going to be Eight Crazy Nights, but I'm not going to give you that just because you've given me quite a decent film to review. So what I'm going to give you instead, and I hope, for the love of God, you haven't seen, because otherwise you are going to be stuck with Eight Crazy Nights. (laughs) Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer. I haven't seen Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer. Goody, goody, good. Grandma Got Run Over so, by Reindeer is an animated movie, and I'm not going to lie, it's in the title. Um, it's an animated movie. Uh, okay. Just give it a Google. Um, it, again, it's one of those I watched when I was a lot younger. Um, it came out in 2000, so the animation isn't brilliant, but um, yeah. Yeah. 
I, you know what? I might even watch Grandma Got Run Over by Reindeer again, just because, again, I have fond memories of the film. Although I can't honestly say that it's going to be good now that I... Uh... <laughs> Uh, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so, should we should we reveal yeah. what 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 else we've got in store for next week? Or well, let's, let's not get, give it all away. But we've got a uh, a couple of games lined up, and uh, as it's Christmas, a few beverages too. Yep, we're going to be doing a drunk cast. So we'll 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 have some nice beverages, and we'll uh, maybe maybe even give you a little review of what we're drinking. Indeed. Yeah. Almond. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, right. Well, thank you very much for listening. Um, website is tagpodcast.wordpress.com and the email address is thetagpodcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. So if you want to get in touch, do so through those mediums. Indeed. And yeah, thanks for listening. Bye bye.